Are you already feeling overwhelmed this holiday season? You're not alone. Are you trying to figure out how you're going to juggle work, family, every holiday party invite, and everything in between? Today on the podcast, Carrie White and I are going to sit down and share how we are attempting to navigate the holiday season and beat the overwhelm while still being present in life. Is it even possible? I think so. If you're ready to press the pause button, have some ease come in this holiday season and still get work done, this episode's for you. Let's dive in. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Okay, Bus Bench Babes, today on the podcast, I'm sitting down with Carrie White, who is the right arm of the BPR experience. And I guess, gosh, Carrie, there's so much more to say about you, but I'm going to save that for Carrie's introduction. We're going to chat all about the overwhelm of the holiday season. We're in the thick of it right now, and you can feel pressures from all over, from family, from friends, from work, like which invite do I say yes to? Which one do I not? How do I stay present? How am I a good mom throughout this? All of this stuff, and how do I show up for my clients in addition? So we're gonna break it down, some tips and tricks today of what we're doing, what's worked, and what maybe we're changing as well. Are you ready, Carrie? I'm ready. All right. Yeah. So first of all, Carrie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, hi. Hi. I'm, hi. <laughs> uh, I'm Carrie White. I'm in Chanhassen here. I uh, have been on the team now over a year. I help with all sorts of things behind the scenes on the team, um, both with the agents and with clients. So I'm doing all sorts of things around here. And then when I'm not working, I'm usually out and about with friends. Uh, my husband, John, and my daughter, Louise, and she just turned four. So it's a super fun time right now. And you've heard about Louise on the podcast. Like we've talked about her and Carrie, of course, we've talked about you so much. It's super fun to sit down with you. All right. So Carrie's voice sounds familiar. It is because she's been on the podcast before. She was on episode 96, where we talked all about creating a content marketing plan. This is one of our most downloaded shows of the year. So I think that you definitely have some good insight, Carrie. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, um, both of us are moms of four-year-olds. Kai is just a little older than Louise, and we're both kind of juggling this. We have a very um, untraditional work, right? Exactly. And and life and mindset, probably. So I just really thought you'd be such a good fit to talk about this. Yes, today. thank yeah. you. I and I feel like we connect so much on our four-year-old mom life. So we do. I think this is going to be great. I'm really excited. They're watching Blippy right now. Yes. So we can get through this. Yep. <laughs> All right. So to beat the overwhelm of the holiday season, which I mean, it's it's definitely not easy to do. Right. Um, and there's so much going on at this time of year. So we're going to break down a list of things that we do and just chat about them openly and sort of see what comes up. How does that sound? Sounds great. Okay. So I want to start with my, the biggest one, the one that I'm obsessed with and the one that is, it's life changing. All right. Okay. 
it is that it is okay to say no. And this goes for like life in general. And you might be sitting there like, yeah, it's okay to say no until your grandma's like, but you have to come, right? Right. But the reality is, is when you say no, you're you're saying like yes to something else, right? And when you say yes, you're saying no to something else. So the question that I ask myself when I say no to anything, whether it's holiday seasons or whether it's any season really, is if I say yes to this, what am I saying no to? How does this impact my life, my family's life? And it may be like, why are you asking yourself so many questions? But the reality is we only have so much time in a day, in a week, in a season. Right. And making sure that we're making decisions, with that what we're doing with our time that makes sense for us, that impact us in really good ways. Absolutely. So <laughs> adding on to that, uh, when you say no, it can be simple. I am so guilty of over explaining everything, going down rabbit holes. If you've been listening to us for a while, you will have experienced them uh, yourself. And you can simply say, thank you for thinking of us or thank you for thinking of me. We can't make it. Done. Done. End of sentence. End of sentence. That is the reminder I need every single day. It is one of those, you do not have to say yes to everything and you don't have to explain why. Yes. Like, end of sentence. Thank you for thinking of us. We can't make it. I hope you have a great time. Like, I hope you have a great turnout. Maybe include that, but you don't have to make something up. Oh, I can't make it. I'm heading out of town that day. No, they don't need to know. You just can't make it. Sorry, but thank you. Even saying that, do you kind of get a little anxious? Like, oh, do you feel good? I feel relief. You feel, yes, relief. Yes. Yes. To like this, like, pressure cooker that, like, lives inside all of us. It's just, you can just say no and, and be done with it. Yes. And there's no, there's nothing negative about it, even though it's a no. It's just, it doesn't work right now. Right. Yeah. Love it. So I'm going with that one to start because it's a big one. That one is <laughs> amazing. I love it. What's number two? What do you got next? Okay. So another thing um, to think about is, so we both have, we just established that we both have four-year-olds, which you already know if you've been listening to the show for a while. And with that, like in, in having a family life in the in the juggle or the harmony of all of that and what your everyday looks like as far as your schedule goes, like the attempt, we in our home try to attempt to maintain a schedule, like our regular schedule. So, and when we can't maintain that regular schedule, just like having peace with, it's going to be harder, right? I need to carve out some time for like a recovery period or understanding that, as a whole, and this isn't just for children, that as a whole, we are going to be like on like more of a sensory overload if we like pack our schedule too full or we were like out so much later or did so many more things this week. You know, come Friday, you're like, oh my God, what happened? Do you ever feel like that? Absolutely. You're just like, wow, why was this week so different? And I had it all planned out, but I still feel like sensory overload. So kids feel it. We feel it. So trying to stick with the schedule, but when that does happen, happen like allowing for grace and planning time for rest in your schedule in addition to the yes. letting go. Like making sure you have that space to recover. I guess I can't think of a better word. Yeah, but like the really, downtime. The downtime, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And one of my favorite things to do, like if if we've been kind of going, 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 and it's just time to, to hit pause, stay home for a night, 
Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things to do, I set up a puzzle on our dining room table. We have a record player. We keep the TV off and we listen to music. I love it. It's so relaxing and it's just kind of mindless. Um, Louise helps with the puzzle. I mean, as much as she can, <laughs> even though it's like a 500 or a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> But I mean, that's just, it's some sense of downtime instead of just packing the schedule Mm -hmm. back to back. I love that you're doing something that actually feels good to you instead of just sitting on the couch like, oh my God. Because those days happen too. Those days do happen. But just, oh my gosh, getting to that point where you're so overwhelmed, you're just like, I can do nothing. Right. I love that. Yeah. Nice. We also have a record player and I'm pretty excited. It's they're so fun. I know they're kind of trendy and they're coming back, but we inherited my mom's record collection from like the 70s and 80s. Oh my it, gosh. We have a pretty great collection That's so far. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. We have Ryan for sidebar. Ryan, the podcast producer, has used to be a DJ. Oh, so we have like the, I don't need, he's going to be like, that's not what it is, babe. But it's like the the one that they use, you know, to like spin the records and yeah. stuff. So it's like bulky and big and not super cool looking, but we love it. It's so, so cool. much. It's so great. Very fun. All right. Okay. So let's move on to the next thing that we can do to try to not be completely overwhelmed. I'm going to like write these down and put them on my fridge, I think. Um, Absolutely. (laughs) I'm already taking notes. All right. So plan ahead and set realistic expectations and then let go. So my gosh, if you are on social media, which you probably are, or you just have a smartphone or you're on a computer, you are getting so many ads or so many influencers are telling you what to do and how to decorate and how to how to make your child's best Christmas yet and all of this shit, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, just what do, what do I really need to do here? Setting realistic expectations and letting go of the rest of it and like avoiding the pressure of what everyone else is telling you. Yes. What do you think, Carrie? Quiet it down. <sighs> do what is best for you. Like... Stop the comparing, you know, your kids Christmas or holiday season altogether is going to be magical. Like Because this, you're there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the planning ahead part, uh, checklists, I feel like should be my middle name. I love a good checklist. <laughs> I love to make a list just to check things off. And when I'm prepared for something, that is when I feel most grounded. And I am like, in the zone. Uh, I'll be traveling for the holidays. And so planning ahead for that, I'll be packing for my family as well. I know my husband, John, he'll, he will pack for himself, but still. (laughs) Will you double check his packing? Exactly. Because (laughs) we'll be spending time outdoors. We're not going anywhere warm. Um, You know, so we might try snowshoeing this year. And so just planning ahead for all the different things we might need. Um, So when we get there, I can relax and enjoy time with the family. So I'm really looking forward to it. How far, like how long does it take you to plan that? How far in advance? I am planning now. So this will be for Christmas. And so a good three weeks to have a list ready to know if I need to go to the store for anything last minute or, you know, a travel size this or that. Uh, We'll be staying with his, uh, my husband's mother. So it's not like anywhere we can't stop at a store and get something. So there is that. But I like being pre- as prepared as I can so I can enjoy, enjoy the time. 
once we're there. Oh my gosh, Carrie, this reminds me of a trip that we took, Ryan and I, when Kai was six months old and we tried our best to prepare, but we just weren't. Oh, Like we did our best yeah. and we just, we spent so much time just uh, getting things that we needed. We yeah. didn't prepare properly for the elements and like this. And it was just, gosh, we spent so much time well, doing that. And, and at six months old, do you really even know what we were doing? What were <laughs> no, we doing? I no idea. <laughs> all I knew is I was trying to sleep. That's all. I knew. Yes. Right. Oh, that makes so much. I, okay, so I love that you brought up checklists because that is one of my items mm-hmm. on here that I was going to sort of end the podcast with, but I'm going to touch on it now. And so we're going to like pivot a little bit. So creating a checklist of what actually has to get done is so, I find very helpful as well. And just so you don't miss anything. So if I can create a checklist, then I can go through it and then check it off, which is honestly so great. I, I love it. It feels so good to be able to like actually yes. do it right. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. We're on the same wavelength there. And so you don't miss anything. And then when you are at the event or you are with your family or you're off for whatever amount of time you're off for, you can be fully present because those, oh my gosh, did I do that thing? Oh, did I, you know, did in your brain that like are going off of, did I do that? And like this checklist, it's like out of, out of your head onto paper and checked off, which is so satisfying. Right. Yeah. So it gives you that time to be present mm-hmm. and enjoy where you're at. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. I love that. Something else that I, I've struggled with quite a bit, Carrie, and I'd love to hear your approach to this, is the ability to accept that traditions do not have to remain traditions because they are traditions. Like the ability to revise them if necessary or make new ones. This year for us especially, we are making quite a few new ones. And there's a lot of, I I feel like a fish out of water. Like I'm trying really hard to like navigate that. So where do you, where do you stand with traditions and following them? I'd I'd love to hear. Okay. So growing up, I mean, I come from a pretty small family, very simple traditions, the typical, you know, Christmas Eve with my grandparents and then Christmas Day we were home but we have been really all over the place with ever since Louise was born just what we kind of want to do it's it's really all over the place nothing is ever set in stone um like I said we are traveling this Christmas so that doesn't happen every single year so she's not going to wake up in her bed on Christmas morning um the like some of the traditions we do have are you know looking at the lights there's certain holiday movies we like to watch um i purchase a snowflake ornament every year so Mm -hmm. like she can have those as she gets older like we have those types of things but nothing too set in stone so we're pretty flexible yeah that's that's interesting because I feel like I'm somewhere in between it. And, and I recently learned, I can't remember where I pulled this from or where I heard this is some of us tend to lean towards, it's how we're designed or human design or makeup is like towards traditions. And some of us, it's, it's not that important. And Kaya actually has this line within her human design and it's like a tribal line. If you look at a community, that sort of thing. And they love tradition. So I feel like, and she does, she loves that like we're going to do this again kind of thing. So I already see it. And Ryan doesn't really have it at all. 
and I grew up with. So I'm trying to like navigate this like in between of what that looks like. And a lot of ours have not been really tangible. It's like Christmas Eve morning, we go, we get, Kaya gets up early. We're an up and early house. We've talked about this many times in the podcast. So Christmas Eve morning, we go get a coffee. She gets a hot cocoa and we drive, we live in St. Paul. So there we have Summit Avenue. The, it's, the lights are beautiful. It's a historic, if you're not from here, historic part of, of the cities. And we drive up and down and we drink our drinks and we look at the Christmas lights. Like that's a tradition. And she opens up a Christmas present on Christmas Eve. You know, there's like these little things, but I I feel like there's a part of me that's trying to find some more. So I don't know what that looks like, but I'm also accepting that like they can look different than before. And I think this is the first year I've let a lot of that go. Yeah, yeah, that's great. It, it is great. It feels kind of weird. Yeah, weird. but you can do it too. You can do it. If something's just not serving you, mm-hmm. you can let it go. And I think that that this year, so much of it is about being grounded and letting go. And this is a great time for it. Yeah. Feels and, magical even thinking about it. Right. <laughs> and one other fun thing that seems to be a tradition, and I know it's really trendy now too, is those family matching jammies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We have them. We have them, them. We have them. Yeah, I do too. And of course, you know, getting a new pair of Christmas jammies every year is not necessary for me personally, because I I only wear them a handful of times over the season and I stay the same size. But I do love getting those, uh, a new size of Christmas jammies for Louise and having her wear those. Did you get the Target 40% off? Not yet. Oh, Carrie, it already happened. Oh, oh, shoot. (laughs) I'll have to go. We we totally, Kaya has some in her bag. I'll show them to you. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. They're so much fun. And the the family jammies. I'm here for it. I am too. I'm totally here for it. So something else that needs to, probably should have been the first thing. I started with the no, (laughs) but really time for yourself and self-care carving that out is is going to help you and i know that this is like a very like trendy thing to say or or a buzzword that's used in marketing and everything for us like i should go to the spa and and maybe you can't do the spa right but we need to be carving out self-care time throughout the year especially now when we're getting this overload and that is not just the basics like taking a shower no can we just can we start we with all that? agree with that with, yes yeah, like taking that, a shower, yep. washing your hair, um, cleaning your house because you have an hour. That's like not self-care. Nope. So actually carving out that time during this time and planning for it. Yes. Your your, so, your mind's going to thank you. Yes. yes. And I'm, I'm going to kind of pat myself on the back because I am really good at this. I love at, it. Yes. I this time it. of the year is... Not that difficult for me to just say, hey, I'm taking a day and um, I'm lucky enough to have a birthday in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'm a winter baby. So um, and I I've always loved having a winter birthday, Um, but I am happy to, you know, take the day, either go get a massage, do something that I want to do, whether it's with family or without all on my own. And then uh, the icing on the cake is always either a free coffee from Starbucks or Caribou. (laughs) So I always enjoy those little treats they give out. So I would love, because you are really good at this. And just if you, I mean, you can probably, you can feel probably, you can feel her energy through here. She's, she's amazing. She's like a bottle of sunshine. Like that's what Beth always says. Like, it's so fantastic. And so share with, share with all of us, Carrie, how you do this on like the little ways, like the daily basis, like how do you take these little moments for like self-care 
throughout life, not just like the big day, right. which I think is like, okay, I'm going to carve out this one spa day. But how do you do that on a regular basis? Yeah, little by little, it's that planning ahead seed in me. You know, if if I feel like I've kind of put in a lot of family time and effort and I'm just kind of like ready for a break, I, I usually can feel it. And that ends up being, hey, honey, you know what? I'm going to take the morning off. I'm going to sign up for a yoga class and I'm going to just take some time maybe grab coffee with a friend afterwards. And that happens throughout the year a handful of times. Um, and daily, you know, just centering and grounding, something I remember to do at random times, I could, you know, smell some essential oils and just think, okay, oh, <sighs> you know, I, I can breathe a little and I don't have to be on. And yeah, just taking some time just for me. Just for so, you. Yeah. I'm getting better at this. It has yeah. been um, new for me. And I've been this year, it's growing, growing, growing more and more. And I'm realizing it's getting so much easier to find places for it because it's become, it has now become a necessary thing where before it was completely optional. And now it's like when I'm writing my schedule, I'm actually making sure it's in there. So that's a huge, huge shift for me. Probably one of the reasons I haven't lost my mind completely. But really, honestly, that's that's the way that you have to plan for it. This year, I have way in advance, two months in advance, I planned a massage and a float the week, like a few days before Christmas. So smart. And I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm just going to yes. do it because well, first of all, if I plan it any later, I'm not going to get it like the day I want. And I'm like, I'm going to need it. I just know at that point. So I like planned it way ahead. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you, kid. I'm yes. working on it. I'm working on it. All right. So we've talked quite a bit about, you know, the personal side of, of the overwhelm and, and the family piece and as, as moms and entrepreneurs, what that, that can look like. I want to talk a little bit more about the entrepreneur side or small business, um, the work side. And something that I have put into practice the last couple of years, especially in something I've been so guilty of not doing. In, in the past, especially in my wedding days, um, was identifying, like asking yourself, how much work do I actually want to be doing in this season? Like how much do I actually want to do? And then plan ahead for it, which we've talked quite a bit about is prepping. And something else that with that, and this is very new for me, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little side tangent here on this, but um, can you call in reinforcements? Can you lean on anyone so you can actually do the amount of work that you want to do that fits into your life? Who can you bring in to help you? If, if it's like, oh my gosh, it's already, you know, mid-December, I wanted to have four days off over Christmas, whatever that looks like for you. There's no way that's going to happen. Can you call someone? Can you bring someone in? Can someone help you? That sort of thing. And what I want to mention here is this is the first, very first year that I have actually reached out and asked for help with projects within the team. Carrie, yeah. just this week, I asked you twice for help and I, I could I have done it 100%. Would it have caused a little bit of overwhelm and, and during like the busiest time for us as a team? Probably. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to ask. And if she has the capacity, she'll she'll help me out. And both times you did. Right. And I got your what, back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And what a beautiful thing to be able to lean on someone else when you can. 
something that I've never felt comfortable doing. And it felt really good. Good. Yeah. So really identifying what do I want to be doing during this time? Also understanding we still need a paycheck, right? We still have to be working, most of us at least. And can I call on anyone? Can anyone else help me? Right. Yeah. You can anytime. (laughs) Your phone's going to be ringing. Trust me, the next couple of weeks it's going to be ringing. And it can be, you know, you don't want to get overwhelmed to thinking too far in advance into Q1 of 2024. What is that going to look like? You don't want to completely, you know, hit pause and take a break. But what planning ahead for what you do have the capacity to do in your business. I love that you said that planning ahead for the capacity that you have. Like basically you can't plan it all out, even though wouldn't that be nice? Really <laughs> okay, so I'm going to wrap this up with one more thing that um, really can help with overwhelm and really bringing this piece of where your work meshes with, with your life and your personal time that you want to take. And that is setting expectations with clients and holding boundaries, setting clear expectations so they know you're going to be out during this time. You're not available at this time. Like letting them know, because when people know genuinely people want to to allow you to have this time they don't want to take that from your family if they don't have a clue of course they're going to reach out so allow them to give you that space as well allow them to respect that space and I think you'll be really surprised if you haven't done this how many clients want to do this for us they want us to have that time too so letting them know I'm going to be out here or I'm not available on these days like just giving them a heads up So then the expectations are clear and you can operate from a place of like not guilt for I can't get back to them right now or crap, I'm at this holiday party or maybe it's Christmas Eve. Best shared she was negotiating a deal on Christmas Eve. Like maybe and if you want to, cool, but maybe you don't want to. So what does that look like? Right. And if you're not available, do you have someone that the client could go to instead? Hey, you know, the backup, the backup. I'm not available, but a member of my team will be. And here's that person's phone number. Mm-hmm. Setting those clear expectations up front. Um, you know, it is a busy holiday season. So that means the client might be busy as well. But kind of driving home that this time can be whatever you want it to be. You can determine however busy or not busy you want to be. I love that. Huh. Thank you, Carrie. Of course. This is, this is so, so fun. I hope that these were helpful. Um, and if you are stuck in the in the place of overwhelm, which I have been many times, and we will experience this holiday season. We all do. Like it's it's very difficult to get through all of this and not have moments of that. Hope that this can ground you and and help guide you along the way. <laughs> Carrie. Yeah. I'll just go right to it. So thank you so much, Carrie, for being on. This was fantastic. Um, And thank you for lunch, too. She just made us an amazing lunch, I would just like to say. Uh, (laughs) So until next time, remember to keep your face off a bus bench and keep being the badass boss babes that you are and enjoy your time. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.